um, yeah, we were talking about productivity. So, basically, when Vainglory came out in year nine, yes, but when I started so playing fifths, it in year nine, basically. no, 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 not fifth. Sorry, um, removes. Yeah, removes. So I was twelve, and I had a friend group, and I got everyone hooked on the game. All of my friends. Yeah, we'd like go to each other's houses just to play this game together. And it took a huge toll on everyone. Studies. Except yours. No, it took a toll on my grade slightly. Like, I had a maybe 1-2% decrease in my average. But I was still first in the class, which, yeah. is, which is good. Which right? what you wanted, yeah. Um, there was just one time it really, really... It was bad because we had a substitute math teacher that came in. And that's what we were getting into trigonometry, so cosine, sine, and tangent. And I paid zero attention in his lessons, because he had a really thick accent, and monotonous voice. No, no, he was loud and everything. He didn't have a monotonous voice, but it's just I couldn't listen to him because I didn't know what he was saying. Right, so I didn't pay attention. And I didn't make notes for the uh, for the trigonometry lessons. So what happened after was. The teacher, the actual teacher, the main teacher, went for like every year in the French system. The teachers have to go for like they call it formation, which they have to go teacher training. Teacher training. Yeah. Every no, year. I think most schools have that. Yeah. Okay, so he went for his teacher training. So they had a substitute, and it was a guy that we'd never seen before with a really thick, with a really thick accent. So I had no idea what he was saying. Anyways, I think that's when we learned cosine and sine. I might be getting it wrong, because. My memory on really old memories is quite bad, and so it's not a very significant memory either. Yeah, so. it's not. It's a well, it is a significant one because it's the only time I really got a bad grade in a math test. Oh, okay. So, what what happened was, we had so the main teacher came back and he was like, "Okay, you'll have a test this week about trigonometry." I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll have a test. Okay, yeah. So everyone had agreed that we're gonna have that we're going to protest the test on the day of the <laughs> test, right? And what everyone didn't tell me was everyone was actually looking at their notes to actually learn trigonometry. So everyone learned what was going on. I was just sitting there like a dumbass. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, we'll do a test. We'll do a, <laughs> we'll do a test, of course. Yeah. And so we got to the to the day and everyone was, I was like, are you guys ready? We're going to protest it, right? Because we usually, at the time, we could get some tests cancelled like that. If no one was ready, of course, the teacher doesn't want the average of the class to be 5 out of 20. Yeah. Because our tests were out of 20. So. Yeah, okay, so 5 out of 20, 25%. Yeah, yeah something like that. 50% so, so I was like so sure that the test is going to be postponed and I'll have time to revise for cosine and sine and that stuff right so yeah okay it's gonna happen we're walking into class the bell rings after our break everyone's yeah Nabil we're gonna gonna get this test postponed everyone's like optimistic yeah and so as we walk into the classroom we're like sir um so I walk I'm the spokesperson this time because I was the Institute. catalyst in, yeah. in You're the leader. wanting to protest the test right so I go up to, sir, can we not have the test? No one's ready. 
and we didn't have you teaching us this uh, topic. So he said, no, right? He just said straight up, no, and there's nothing you can do to convince me, right? And I was still there waiting for people to back me up because we're all standing and I was the first person in in the line to walk into the classroom. I was like, yeah, okay, so these guys are going to now start telling like, oh, I'm not ready and I'm not ready and we're going to have 18 students. Everyone's going to be like, I'm not ready, right? They didn't do that. They just all walked in. I was just standing there alone, like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. This is not going to be good. I hadn't made a single note. I didn't even know what cosine meant. Yeah. I, I didn't know what cosine meant. The first question was just finding cosine. It was like a tree, and you're standing somewhere, like, across the tree. It was, it was so basic. No idea. The only thing I wrote on that test sheet was my name. I didn't write. A, I didn't use a pencil. I was just sat there in the class. I was basically crying. I was like, "Shit!" I was just like looking like, "Oh God, this isn't gonna be good. <laughs> this is gonna be one that's tricky to explain." Like, <laughs> then the teacher took me, like, spoke to me after class. He was like, "If I'll allow you to do the test again, I'll, I'll, I'll incorporate a trigonometry part to the next test, anyways, because I know you guys didn't." didn't learn it with me so I'll incorporate a small trigonometry part in the next exam the next test so that you guys can redeem yourselves They're basically telling me that I can redeem myself I was like okay thank you sir and I left the class so basically I got a zero zero percent on that test but then I that was the first time I actually revised for a test I just revised for the trigonometry because I wanted to know what trigonometry actually was and I aced that test, and the one after that, and the one after that. And I was, um, in rank, I was first in math for that term, even with a zero, which was, I was happy about that. I don't know if he counted the zero or not, but I was first in math. And from then on, it was like, okay, every once in a while, I'm gonna have to do some work, you know? But then I never, like, the next year was the year of exams, and I was just playing around so much. I wasn't taking anything seriously. I was, uh, again, to some arguments with teachers just for entertainment purposes. purposes. Yeah. I just, like, argue in Spanish with the Spanish teacher just to find out, like, just for fun. how good my argumentative skills would be in Spanish, right? And that didn't help me out in the end because the year was assessed, so... Probably he was like, okay, ah, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, this guy. Now I can get on over it on him, like, or not. Yeah. Have like, your lot say. Yeah, like, haha, I'm going to have that last laugh now. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. Like, See, but for me, it's not the work ethic that's the issue. Because mm. I think I have good work ethic. Like, I've, I've been able to structure my life, especially like recently, around... Well, when I do what's productive, so I've like structured my day in a way where I can maximize what I do. So I'll part of my day where I, when I wake up, obviously I'll get like breakfast and whatever. Mm. Then I'll just look at stock market and read up on news. Okay. Then later in the day, then I'll have like, I'll have university, obviously. All right. And then after that, it would be gym. And then at night, it would be me working on something for myself. So like my businesses and whatever. Okay. And then right before I go to sleep, that's when I would either draw or write poetry or, write poetry or read poetry. Mm. 
or read a, even like a book. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that's poetry related. So mm. my problem isn't the work ethic. It's about just like sitting down, studying, making notes. Yeah. I mean, I you know what trying to say, right? I do. Yeah. Like just the monotonous action of going through a lecture or because a, to me, just so dull and mind-numbing. Yeah. I mean, so basically, after that year, I didn't study for my exams. In fact, I got so I get them mixed up because I we had the same professor, the same teacher um, in French. You call it brevet. Diplôme National du Brevet, and you do that in um, year 10. So one year before you uh, the English system or uh, do international system, do GCSEs or IGCSEs, right? Yeah. So that's basically our early GCSEs. and But that's our qualification before doing the BAC, which is the IB, which is like the, the equivalent of IB or A-levels. Yeah, the French BAC, yeah. Yeah. So that year... I, I'd stopped playing Vainglory because I was like, okay, I'm actually going to fail if I <laughs> if I play too many video games. But I still wasn't studying hard. Like, I wasn't... I didn't revise... I didn't revise for math. I didn't revise for physics. I didn't revise for any subject at all. I had still a pretty decent average first term, second term. I don't know what I did in second term. For some reason, my Spanish average was really bad. It was like... I don't know, like 60%. And first term, it was 90% and 95%. And second term, it was like 60% in Spanish. And I was like, whoa, what's... Like, did I just forget how to speak the language in one term? Like, what's going on? And my average was consistently around 85 to 95% for every single term I did Spanish. But then that term, I don't know what happened. I can't actually remember what I did if I was just, like, really bad. If maybe that was just a very... uh very you know when sometimes marking can be subjective when it comes down to like storytelling or writing an essay yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. You know? I know what you mean so maybe that was a essay heavy term for example I don't know why I got an average of 11 anyways I still didn't study until we did our first brevet mock so when we did our first brevet mock I hadn't studied as well again and I aced math and I aced physics and uh, I used every other test, but we had f- history and geography, and I really liked the teacher. He was my favorite teacher. He was, cause he was at the age where he was around like fifty. His father had been in World War Two. His grandfather had been part of World War One. So he had stories. To so tell. he had actual stories from the wars, from his direct relatives. Yeah. You know, so, so it was like so entertaining. Yeah. Mm. Can imagine. So yeah. every class was like a like like a movie, like watching a movie yeah. on World War Two. So we actually didn't even like watching movies. He didn't make us watch movies because we were so entertained in his class. Yeah, by stories. And we liked, and we were good students, and we'd get good grades. Yeah. Then the exams came around, and I think I'm I have no idea whether I did well in geography or history. So if I get the story wrong, I think I got a hundred percent in one and zero percent in the other. Zero percent. And I wrote answers, and I thought I was going to get, like, a good grade. I got 0% in one, 100% in the other. I was like, okay. I'd say it's geography. geography Yeah, probably geography, I got 0%. History, I got 100%. But in history, you can't generally get 100%, you know? You can, maybe when they tell you to write about something. It's a bit subjective. Yeah, I know. Maybe when they tell you to write about something. 
So probably because history, I got zero and geography, a hundred. Anyways, I was like, okay, so I need to revise for one thing. So that I was building pieces of work ethic. I was like, okay, I need to revise for history, whatever happens, or geography, right? So for my first ever real exam, I revised for history and geography. And I did all right. I got like 80-something percent in it. Obviously, I, I did better in math and physics. And it was, a, it was good. I was... I was second in my class. I was really angry that I was second in my class for the test. But first got first in Africa. So really? I can really do yeah. much about it. You mean like Irfan Tanji? She, she, was, yeah, she, was, she was doing well. She, yeah. she had a work ethic set. She had a consistent average, consistent around all subjects. Like I was very good at some subjects, decent at others. She was... No, let's say, okay, I was excellent in some subjects, decent at others. She was very good at all subjects, every single one of them, you know? She wouldn't be first in every subject, but she'd be probably second in every single one, you know? Yeah. See, but the thing is, for me, I like, like, revising maths. I don't mind revising maths. Yeah, because it's practical. You're practicing. Yeah, but you revising do... things like history mm. or, like, English was yeah. just like difficult for me because I didn't want to do it so the reason I think I was able to pass all my exams and I still do get good grades like above 90% in university and yeah A's and A's sorry, and GCSE was because I was good at consolidating information so if I would just like semi pay attention in class mm. understand what's going on but I wouldn't write anything down I would just like remember it okay and that's it yeah I, I would, I paid a lot of attention in class, which is what allowed me to be lazy yeah. at home, you know. <laughs> I almost never studied, but I was good at, like, writing my stuff in class, preparing for the exercises, uh, handing it in work in time, everything like that. Um, but, so I got better with time. I just started extracting pieces of what I need to work on. As I evolve in, yeah, what were you saying? Is you just took it more seriously, basically. Yeah, I started taking stuff a bit more seriously. But I never took stuff seriously. I think. Um, so. Oh, you mean like, okay? Yeah, from so, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, I liked school. No, like GCSE. So, I'll, so GCSEs, I missed most of my exams, but the exam that I did sit. So, my Spanish writing exam. I was thirty minutes late. To exam everyone's already doing the exam because me and my friend went to go get braids okay yeah <laughs> so i just remember walking in and i like we got like um we got like hoops and stuff and the braids and stuff so i was like okay you missed late so feeling cool everyone, and everything yeah like everyone's like staring at me so i walked in late i was like covered in snow okay i had like hot chocolate in one hand braids in my head yeah and, and then, just yeah in. i just didn't take it seriously and i Still managed to get an A star in Spanish, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah but no, no, I, I took it seriously. I mean, I liked it, that's why, but I didn't like doing it outside of school, yeah, that's all. Like, I, I had things I found more important, yeah, exactly. Like same, same, that's, that's basically the same as me right now, mm. but but then when I went into when I came to the UK, it kind of shifted a bit because just the workload was was much more than what it was in 
the French system because I, I, I was just so comfortable in the French system that I didn't actually I basically had no workload but would you also say because your freedom was a bit restricted because yeah freedom was so, so you couldn't just go out and play football whenever you wanted to yeah we had prep sessions yeah but like you can't it's so easy to procrastinate during a prep session yeah it's so so easy you can basically do it all the time yeah and I in, in second year I think some of our prep sessions we just like hang out and watch second year I, I um, sometimes in the second part of the second year so yeah. From December onwards, I was really, really, like, focused. focused. Even if I had no idea what I was going to do. Yeah. We had our exams coming up soon. They got cancelled, but I, I had no idea that was going to happen. And I was basically working as soon as I finished lessons till 9 in the evening. You remember that? The time where I stopped going to the gym. Like, yeah. I just, football days, I play football, come back, study. That was it, all the time. And I go to dinner. And that's when I really started going into high productivity mode, you know? I started, I started, I bought a book, I started reading it. It was about how to get better and uh, how to get better at learning. And so it gave me techniques to improve the ways I learn, which I still use now and I find them effective. Yeah. So basically, if you want to retain information, most of the information you learn in a lesson drop by maybe 50% by the next day because if you don't consolidate yeah if you don't consolidate it and by 90% by the end of the week yeah. so basically everything you've learnt on Monday has gone on by Sunday everything maybe 10% you'll just remember the gist of it yeah. but how you can consolidate that is the same day you do something you practice that and other stuff that are relevant to that topic. Yeah, they're relating to it. Then the next day you do a bit of practice, even if it's like 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then after a week you do practice again. And then after three months you do practice again. The three months one is so that you can integrate that into your long-term memory. Because your working memory can hold about five important pieces of information. Your working memory, five important pieces of information at a time, right? And so if you can get some piece of information into your long-term memory so you can recall them when you want and when you need them, it helps you out so that you can have space to think of relevant stuff and you can have some slots empty so you can bring in something to think about whilst you're in an exam rather than thinking about how you, like, which equation you should use, why you should use it if there are some tricks to the equation. You don't think of that anymore. You think of what steps you're going to take to find the answer straight away, you know? And that really helped me out for for our mock. And it helped me out for what I do now. Like, when we went into lockdown, I just started working more. Even if I had nothing to work for, you know? Yeah. I could have done nothing during lockdown. Yeah, I remember, yeah. So you, you chose to work. I chose to work because... So it? as soon as... Because hmm? you enjoyed it? It's not really about enjoying. It's just about doing something. So maybe... This is what I've come up with. This is what I've thought of. When I was in school, the reason I didn't work much after school was because I felt productive for enough time in a day to go back and be unproductive. You know? I felt productive enough to take a holiday and not feel bad about not doing anything, you know? So if I 
if I studied all year in school, I was a good student. I was uh, around some of the top in my class. I've I've done what I'm supposed to do. By the end of it, I'm like, okay, I deserve three months of holiday or two months of holiday, right? So I don't feel guilty about two months of holiday. Then I come back and I start studying again. Same routine every year. What happened was when we went to lockdown and we had no idea when we were coming out because they first said a few weeks, then it was extended, then it was up until after the summer or something. I don't know. So that was too long. I think, when did the first lockdown happen? March 28th or February 28th? March. March 28th? It was around March because I remember I went back to, it was a bit after my birthday, I think like a week or two after my birthday. So, yeah. Remember it's March 7th. Okay. So, yeah, after that, for the first week and a half, I was, I didn't know what to do. I was, uh, I was watching TV having some fun, going out, seeing some friends in the park. And um, it was all fun and games, Like I, but I slept late. I woke up midday or in the afternoon. Something wasn't right, you know? I was just watching series I enjoyed, but it didn't feel right. So after two weeks, I'd still been doing the occasional piece of work. So I'd just send my math teacher like a practice test and he'd be like, why the hell are you sending me this? Like, just be normal. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you sending me this piece of it? It's just like, what? So what's the point of this? I just send him more. And he'd be like, okay, this guy's a weirdo. But So he actually, he liked it. He'd mark them and send send them back to me. And I'd be like, okay, I'll give you one another two days and something like that. So it was okay. Um, but after that, I was like, you know what? I've missed out in IB, so I did the IB, the International Baccalaureate, and um, instead of, so I'd started off with higher level math and physics, which are really, they're, they're quite hard, they're, they're meant to be hard anyways, so I started off with those, and after the first two weeks, first of all, I had to change the way I do math and physics from French to English, yeah. I didn't know what the word mean meant. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because so, it was close to French, but moyenne is... Uh, so I thought it's average, right? La moyenne is an average. So mean... It is was, average. Mean was weird. Yeah, mean is also the yeah. average, but I, I, I didn't know But you know didn't that. know what it meant, yeah. Because I thought... For you didn't moyenne, understand the terminology. Yeah. I didn't understand anything. I didn't know, like... Even when in, in the French system, you put a comma as your decimal place separator. In the English system, you put a full stop as your separator. I didn't know that either. So when I'd see commas, I thought they were full stops. When I saw full stops, I thought they were commas. And I was just really confused as to what was happening when I was doing entrance tests to come to some high schools here, right? So I was like, what? So I don't understand anything. This isn't math. Like, it's a completely different language and everything has terminology that I don't know anything about. So I'd look at a math question, I'd see the equation, but I don't know what I meant to do with it, right? But so I had to teach myself some, I had to teach myself the terminology that I had to try and teach myself how to do the math that the English system was doing, because that was also different to what the French system was doing at the time for that year. So I had to learn completely different types of mathematics, uh, a different language. It's uh, it's a different base. French is Latin-based. Different foundation. 
and English is Anglo-Saxon. They're different languages. They're quite different in their own. Like if maybe if I was going from French to Spanish, it would be like the math would be not too uh, different, not too distant from the French type of math, right? Or the French um, terminology, anyways. So when I did when I swapped to the English stuff, it became it was unusual, and I was doing higher level math at the start, yeah. and it was really tough. And at the time, I was going to do architecture in university. So what I did was I checked the requirements for architecture in university. I was like, okay, so they don't require higher level math, and they don't require higher level physics. I'm like, okay, that sounds reasonable. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tire myself and do higher level math and higher level physics if I won't need them, and I can, I think I can get a seven in both. Lower, standard level math and standard level physics which is a, still an okay level of math and physics right yeah even if I did like them I found them as a tool at the time just something I should do and yeah something that will help you yeah. in life regardless yeah 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 so I dropped high level math first first like three four weeks of school right and I was like okay so the standard level math is comfortable it's an okay level still have to work a bit for the terminology and I got better at standard level math I I was pretty happy. It was not too hard. It wasn't hard. And it was still math I enjoyed doing in class, right? But then I I think I dropped physics. I found physics more interesting for some reason. I didn't even know like I didn't even like physics for what it was then. I just found it interesting, so I kept doing it till the end of the first year and then I dropped it yeah. right before the tests. So I was going to drop to standard and do okay on the tests. But the thing is, the standard and higher level physics are the same curriculum, and then physics has an extension. So I basically just did standard level physics faster, and then the test. So everything that I didn't understand in high level physics was the exact same as the standard level physics stuff, right? So the tests were, weren't were great. I didn't do that well. I got a, either a 5 or a 6, which is a A or a B in physics. Also, same thing with math. I think yeah. I got a. I think I got an A. I got an A in math, right? So I was upset with that because I was like, I like math a lot. I want to get an A star, the equivalent of an A star, which is a seven. So the next year, I, I worked it's the highest grade possible. Yeah, yeah. So I, I worked on both of them, and in the mocks, I I got the second mocks right before, like the recent mocks that we do, like three months before exams or four months before exams. I got a 7 in math and a borderline 7. So it's a 6 in physics, but it was like 2 marks off a 7, you know. So I was happy with that. It was okay. Um, so the swap from English to French wasn't easy to, wasn't easy to make, but I had to, I had to adapt. And so after that, I just was like, yeah, I'm, I remember physics and math, I like, I like them. By then, I started liking them more for some reason. I just started liking them more with time, right? Like an acquired taste, maybe. And so I started, I picked up the HL math book. I was like, let me just go through some of the stuff we were meant to do in HL by myself. And I said, I'm going to do the same with physics because the physics HL book is the same as the SL book. Yeah. But they just have an extension portion that's like 
a quarter of the book long, right? So I started working on those two. I was like, okay, if I'm not going to do anything, at least I don't want to feel useless. So I was working on them. And before you know it, so first of all, I was fixing my sleep schedule. I started waking up around 9, which wasn't still wasn't good. It was better than what was, was better before. than 1 p.m. Yeah. And this is a two-week shift, right? So I started working around 9. And uh, I was like, I was doing five hours. So I'd split it two and a half, two and a half, the break. And then I'd go out and meet my friends in London. I'd meet George in Hyde Park, have some fun, come back, you know, sleep. That was it. But with so time, this was this summer, right? Last, so 2020. So COVID summer. Before COVID summer. Because oh, before I left, COVID I went summer. to Lebanon for the summer. Did you? I thought we were in London this summer. No, I was in Lebanon. I was in Lebanon. No, but you were... Weren't you in London, like... I was in London for a bit of the summer. I was in London, yeah. maybe July. And then July... No, June... Start of July, probably. I don't know. But I was in London for a while. I was in London from March till... I don't know. April, May, June. So March, April, May, June, and start of July. I was there for a while. I was there for, like, f- three to four months, right? So a lot of it was was in London a lot of my year 2020 was in London but after that what I did was so yeah I fixed my work at my sleep schedule 